0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Dave DeBeau here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing a client of mine and a very, very sharp real estate investor, Stephanie Perez. Stephanie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great. How are you, Dave?
0: I am great. And you know, over the, the months that we've been working together so far, it's really been a lot of fun getting to know you better and and also looking at what you're doing with real estate investing, because I love it. I I really, really do love what you're doing. It's so smart. You're combining two different things. Each one by itself is a really good real estate investing strategy, but you're doing your kind of own unique twist on things, combining them. And I think it's just absolutely phenomenal. So first of all, before we we let the cat out of the bag and let everybody know what it is that you're doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you got involved in this crazy world of real estate investing?
1: So I live in Ottawa with my husband and three little kids. I work for the federal government full-time, but I also work full-time in real estate investing. I started in real estate about 18 years ago when I got my uh, my realtor's license I let that one go after about a year, though, when I started working for the government to get some stability, just to, yeah, just to be stable. I've always loved real estate, though. I bought my first house, and then right away I was looking for my next house, and then I moved to that next house three years after. And then the day after is still on MLS looking at houses just because yeah. I, it's my favorite kind of online shopping, I guess. It's
0: <laughs> you you um, and my wife kind of have that in common. She likes doing that as well. She's <laughs> always looking at properties and stuff. It's yeah.
1: Cool. I walk, I walk outside at night and I'm always looking to see the like <laughs> decor inside the houses to see how interesting it is. I love it. I just love nice. real estate. Yeah.
0: Oh, That's wonderful. So that's kind of how you got started. Now, how about, revenue properties you're talking about your your personal residences when did you first take your first foray into buying revenue properties so last year since so COVID, right now it's right now it's 2023 so last year yeah. would have been 2022
1: yeah yeah so last year because of the covid prices we were able to refinance our house and take out all the equity and we purchased a cabin, and uh, we're using it as a short-term rental right now. It's mm-hmm. on Airbnb and on Kijiji, and we've been uh, we've been really doing well with it. It's booked every weekend during the winter, so that's really good. It's in the bush, so it's not it's not one of those like full time in the city where people are using it as tourists. They just go there for a nice romantic weekend with a nice okay. hot tub. So it's been really really nice. And in the summer, it's fully booked. So. Do you, really guys,
0: do you guys get a chance to use it every once in a while?
1: Once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> not too often.
0: But that that is interesting though, Stephanie. And sorry for this aside, but I just personally, I'm curious about that because I know a lot of people in Ontario, you know, have cabins, have cottages. And I really just assumed that was a fantastic thing in the summertime, but that it was so seasonal that you'd be completely out of luck in the winter. But that's not the case. You're, you've got no. fairly consistent bookings in the wintertime.
1: Yeah, and because the prices are a little bit higher on the weekends, there's a lot of people that like to book it midweek to get the get the special pricing. So,
0: so what would you say is your occupancy rate in the winter time on average?
1: I'd say about fifty percent.
0: That's pretty darn good for <laughs> yeah, off season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so you've you've turned your cabin into a nice little cash flow machine, mm-hmm. and are you? running out doing a whole bunch more of those or what are you doing instead i know the answer but just for <laughs> our listeners.
1: i am not i'm yeah looking-
0: why not why not oh, I, why I guess, not yeah
1: it's it's very it's a lot of work it's yeah. a lot of work to coordinate everything and and finding good people to work on it so mm-hmm. i have a cleaner and a handyman and they are a couple that's but right if- cuz this
0: property's out in the bush out in the kind of very rural area so finding yeah yeah. So
1: finding good workers is, is hard. And when it's a last minute booking, it's, it's really hard to get the place ready and yeah. on time and yeah. And there's always something going on with the hot tub. So it's, yeah, it's got too it. much work.
0: It's, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> it sounds appealing, but there's always the story behind the story. Okay. So yeah. you've, you've got that experience, but now what you're doing is pretty darn cool. As I alluded to at the beginning, Tell us a little bit about your strategy now.
1: So our first property that we just purchased in November, we just closed on about a month ago. So this one is going to be, it's a, thank you. It's a single family home in Belleville. It's a yeah. two story home, four bedrooms. So that one, we are going to do a burr, but also a student rental with it.
0: Okay. So let's unpack this. And first of all, let's talk about the bur. So you've bought a house. Yep. And... Just give us kind of a mental picture. What kind of condition was this property in when you purchased it?
1: So the house is, it's about a hundred years old. So it's old. It's Mm -hmm. been renovated throughout the years, but it's still, it wasn't, it wasn't a quality renovation that they did. Mm
0: -hmm. So we're going to be. So it's a fixer upper. It is a
1: fixer upper. Yeah. We got it for a great price though.
0: All right. Very good. So let's, we'll take a look at that in a second here. So. You've got this this property, single family home, two stories, four bedrooms. You said,
1: yeah. And you're
0: going to do the burr on that. So mm-hmm. help me out with this. So that means no you buy it, buy, renovate it,
1: yeah, rent, rent it, it out, refinance,
0: refinance, and repeat. repeat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. So what? If, <laughs> let's take a look at that first. What's that looking like as you're in the in the process? How much did you, if you don't mind sharing? How much did you purchase it for at the beginning?
1: Yeah, we paid uh, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars.
0: Wow, in Belleville, around these, that's pretty good, even for us. That is,
1: yeah, it's that's very amazing. good. What yeah. do you think
0: the real, not the after-repaired value, but what do you think the market value of that property really was?
1: I think it would have been about three seventy-five.
0: And you paid three twenty-five for it. Yeah. So you probably they have. They nice asking little...
1: three seventy-five.
0: Also. <laughs> All right. So you. Yeah, nice little $50,000 bump right there. You found a motivated seller, you negotiated well, you Mm -hmm. created some instant equity. Okay, smart. Yeah. Okay, so now what comes next? The 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 renovations. renovations. What's that looking like?
1: The renovations. So we just went last weekend and we did all the demo work, me and my husband. So we took out all the kitchen cabinets, took out all the flooring, bathroom vanities, We're taking out the clawfoot tub, unfortunately, but the bathroom's Uh, too small for it. And it's just, it doesn't work. It's too big for that little bathroom. Might Um, fit in your house. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, maybe a next one. (laughs) So we did all the demo. So now my contractor's going in on Monday. He's going to be doing the foundation work because the house is a bit like this in the middle. So it's sagging. So they're going to jack it up a bit and then we can do the real work on it. So yeah, what so are, what
0: are your anticipated costs for bringing this up to snuff for doing all of the renovations?
1: We've budgeted fifty thousand.
0: Fifty thousand. All right. Fifty thousand,
1: so, yeah. and that includes furnishing it.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so you bought it for three twenty five. You're going to put another fifty thousand into it. Was it rented when you bought it? Or what did you buy? No, it, it was it was vacant. Okay. Very good. I
1: so, am not buying anything that is.
0: Not rented. Ontario, Yeah, not in Ontario. No. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Okay. So you're going to be into it for 50 grand, give or take, nothing ever goes hundred mm-hmm. percent according to plan, but if you guys are doing some of the work yourself, that'll help. Yep. What do you anticipate the after repaired value to be on the property?
1: Minimum 450.
0: Yeah. So you're going to increase the value above what you paid for it significantly mm-hmm. and, and definitely even above what, what it costs to do the renovations. Yeah. All right. So that's the plan. So what's the time frame for doing this?
1: I gave my contractor 6 weeks.
0: Okay. I have so we'll people see. moving in April 15th. Oh wow. Okay. So there yeah. is a there is a hard date on there, so hopefully yeah. that all works. Okay. So the renting outside of things, you're going to do the burr. Mm-hmm. How much of that? So if you bought it for 325, you're putting you said about $50,000 into it for rentals. What are you into this, you and your investors into this? all you know as far as cash goes wow that's another fantastic idea hold on to that thought for a sec we'll be right back now are you a real estate investor who's run out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital well i want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming investor attraction workshop you can get your ticket and find out all about it at investorattractionworkshop.com we're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com and as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code PODCAST. That's right, discount code PODCAST at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop.
1: About four seventy-five. Oh, just cash, just oh, cash, not accounting. No. so twenty percent down. That was yeah, I I'm think not 76 the spot with numbers. Yeah. It's about seventy-five thousand, and then fifty thousand for the renos. So, so that's uh, one
0: hundred twenty-five
1: plus closing and
0: holding, and holding costs. Yeah. yeah. So let's say one hundred fifty, maybe. Max. Probably not. Not not that much. But let's not say one hundred fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one hundred fifty into the deal. Okay. Very good. And then you're going to be renting this out. So let's walk through that. The end product, is it still going to be four bedrooms or are you going to have more bedrooms?
1: It's going to be five bedrooms in the end.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause you're going to turn this into a student rental, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. So what is that going to look like?
1: That looks like $900 per
0: room. 900 per per room times five rooms. Yes. Yeah. 4500 4, bucks. Okay. And what yeah. do you think your, your, hard costs are going to be with your mortgage and property taxes, insurance, Um, whatever you're going to be covering utilities as well.
1: Yeah. I'm covering all utilities. I'm not sure how much it's costing my, I have a spreadsheet all about it, but we are cash flowing about 1500 a month on it.
0: Very. Okay. Very, very cool. So here's the interesting thing, right? If you just had that house as a regular rental property, Mm-hmm. what would it rent out for as like a four bedroom house in that area in belleville $2,500. 2, so you're you're increasing the revenue almost doubling the revenue yeah. from twenty five hundred to forty five hundred dollars yeah. by turning this into a student rental instead of just a normal rental that that makes a huge difference because at twenty five hundred dollars a month it probably won't even cover your mortgage costs you'd be no. you'd be negative on that kind of a property that's right, well actually yeah. with with these numbers are you're talking about you'd be negative like a thousand bucks a month, right mm-hmm. so, yeah so this is a way to bring a single family home up to snuff in an expense expensive area and actually make it cash flow positive so tell me a little bit about what you're and this is interesting because I've, I've just interviewed another student housing person a few episodes ago, so it's kind of fun to to talk with you about this. She's also in Ontario by the way what are you going to be doing around? managing the students who who are the students that you're bringing on all that kind of good stuff
1: so in Belleville we have Loyalist College and at Loyalist College it's a lot of international students that come it's a record year they've never had so many people in that college so there is an extremely high demand for student rentals at the moment yeah yeah so there's just so much demand that and they all come and they want to share rooms and they just like, they pay top dollar and they pay on time and uh, they leave after three years. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the other lady was saying too. That's especially, because here's, here's the interesting thing about the rental market in Ontario. Same thing for us here in British Columbia as landlords in the olden days, the good old days, you wanted to get a tenant who came in and stayed forever. You wanted that steady eddy type of things these days with the rental controls that the government imposes on us with the landlord tenancy boards and all that kind of stuff if you get a tenant in a place you can only increase the rent by a specified amount every every year which doesn't come close to keeping up with inflation so Mm -hmm. the longer you have a tenant in a place they actually the less money you make yeah Having turnover is really, really quite important. So That's walk true. me through that with these student student tenants because typically, yeah, they might be there for three years, but are they are they living there full time for three years or are they going to work somewhere for the summer? Or how does that usually work?
1: I think they're gonna be mostly staying for
0: three years. Just because I guess if they're foreign they, students, yeah, they would be. Yeah,
1: really. they come from they come from India. They don't come from they don't come from the poorest families, but they don't come from the richest families either. Mm-hmm. Loyalist College is not known as being like an elite place. So mm-hmm. they're not I don't they can't really afford to go back to India for the yeah. summer and they will have jobs. So they can't be leaving their jobs at the end of the semester. So they right. are going to be staying.
0: Do yeah. you do you find that a lot of these students are also taking summer courses to get through their they're schooling as quickly as possible, or they just have to work hard in the summer to save up for their next.
1: Well, semester. I would say that they are going to be staying in the summer because that's when my, my students are starting. They're starting May 1st. Mm-hmm. And that's why I need the place to be ready April 15th, because they're flying in and they need a place as of April 15th.
0: And if, if the they... place ain't ready, then they're hanging out in your living room.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, this is this is so exciting, Stephanie. Congratulations for thank you for getting going on this. And now, now your goal is is to keep going to grow your portfolio mm-hmm. to keep chugging along. So, so talk to me a little bit about what your vision is and how you see bringing on joint venture partners to make this happen.
1: I do have a joint venture partner on this one, and I do have one the same. For the next project that we have in trenton which is another cool place because you get a lot of turnover since it's it's the biggest air base in canada right. so military they only stay a few years and then they leave right and so that's that's great for turnover this joint venture partner i got through my coaching program mm-hmm. and so it's going well with him everything's going I've maxed him out for now. <laughs> Hopefully, we can.
0: But, we but can tell do the us a little bit together. about about your vision of of where yeah. you see your portfolio vision, going over the yeah. next five years or so.
1: My my vision was to get ten doors this year. So, uh-huh. right now, I'm going to have three.
0: Well, so at the time we're recording this is February. Yeah. The the year is young.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got three at the moment. Uh-huh. So seven more for this year. So I am I am looking for joint venture partners to grow the portfolio. I am in my coaching group. I'm known as the analysis queen because I can analyze a deal in 30 seconds to a minute. So, and I ever I find deals that cash flow. They yeah. cash flow, all of them. So I, I really fantastic. have good deals for joint venture partners. And I make That's them fantastic. money.
0: That's yeah. fantastic, Stephanie. Well, again, congratulations on the deals that you've got going. The new one that you're getting going in, in Trenton, that sounds very exciting as well. All the opportunities that you're seeing and that you're, you're taking advantage of. If people want to find out more about you and connect with you, what should they do?
1: They should either call me or DM me. Or they can check out my wonderful website, stephanieperez.ca. They can contact me through there. I have a contact form. And yeah.
0: That sounds great. Stephanie, it's always a lot of fun. And keep up the good work.
1: Thank you, Dave.
0: Have a great day. You too. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version. At investor Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.